AI in Action is brought to you by Aulis International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Our host brings you the leading minds in AI, sharing their story, their success, and their advice. Focusing on fast-tracking you to the top, AI in Action cuts through the hype to help you kickstart your data science career. To listen to the latest AI in Action podcast, head over to www.aldus.com forward slash podcast, or subscribe via iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Podcasts. Hello, welcome to the Aldis podcast. I'm your host, Mark Kelly, Chief Customer Officer at Aldis. Today's podcast is part of our AI in Action series. I'm speaking with Ivan Berlan. Ivan is a data team manager at TrustU. Ivan, very welcome to the show today. Hi, thanks for having me. Ivan, tell us a little bit about your background, uh, academic background, a little bit more about your, your industry background, and right up to now, if you wouldn't mind. My academic background is mostly in uh, linguistics. So I started first with studying general linguistics and language teaching, and then gradually moved into computational linguistics. And I also um, studied technology management. From the technical background, so I started my career as a data engineer. Um, so I worked a lot with big data, uh, building ETL pipelines, then eventually moved into a data science role, working with NLP mostly, building NLP pipelines. Uh, and then um, since about a year, I've been a manager, so managing data science and data engineering teams uh, at TrustU. For people that don't know TrustU, what does uh, TrustU do and the problem that it actually solves? TrustU is creating an analytics solution for uh, travel industry, so mostly for hotels and, and restaurant owners. We uh, are able to collect all possible reviews that, uh, for example, a hotel gets online. And then uh, using our uh, NLP uh, approaches, we can extract sort of various, uh, very specific feedback that the guests leave for the hotel. For example, um, I don't know, the mattress was too hard uh, or the room wasn't clean. Uh, so these things we will pick up and we will also pick them up not only in English, but we support over 20 different languages. Quite interested to know about your NLP experience because you're, you're quite involved within the community as well and starting off on that linguistics. Would you give us a little bit of an overview about that? As I've said, initially I started in sort of general linguistics, but I eventually learned there was a, an interesting field called computational linguistics, which is um, kind of a mix between general linguistics and computer science. Uh, and so I, I really like the idea. So that's when I moved into computational linguistics, uh, working um, initially a lot with, um, for example, machine translation, sentiment analysis, and then similar tasks. And then eventually, um, while doing my uh, master's degree in computational linguistics, this was around the time when uh, the uh, this new approaches uh, appeared like uh, these transformer models or, or back then they were called self-attention models. And that's what my master's thesis was about. I was actually working with those, um, trying to adjust the original transformer model to, uh, to a different task. Uh, so it was initially used for uh, machine translation and I was adjusting it to be used for relation extraction. So through the time when I started computational linguistics, it was first a bit rule-based, uh, then eventually it was more machine learning based. And then when I was actually finishing my studies, it almost turned into completely uh, deep uh, neural network based NLP approaches. So I kind of was able to see this gradual progression from different types of, of NLP 
approaches. And then I was also eventually able to apply that in the industry. So um, I've been working at Trusty for, for quite a while and uh, we are also applying a, a mix of, of different approaches. Um, so we, uh, for some systems we use um, rule-based and machine learning approaches for other systems we use um, the like cutting edge NLP language models. So this is a topic that has got so much demand in terms of interest over the last couple of years. And there's been a few reasons for that as well. Tell us a little bit about how you'd approach an NLP problem. And then later, I'd be quite interested to hear how in Trust You, you've been very adaptable around the pandemic. There are many different NLP problems, you could say. So uh, different tasks. Uh, how the industry recently have been approaching this, for example, we, we all heard about GPT and GPT-3. And the idea there is that you try to build sort of a language model that can work on any NLP task. And unfortunately, that's still not something that like a smaller startup or, or smaller NLP company would be able to use directly. So how it still is in the industry is that the solutions that um, NLP teams build are still very um, specific to, to, to some task, right? So you usually build a specific NLP model that you train to, to work on, on your task. For example, sentiment analysis or uh, machine translation or, or conversational chatbots and so on. Since you mentioned I trust you, uh, we actually, um, dimension of languages. First of all, there's a lot of work in the NLP industry that has been done for English, but not all of, not all of it is transferable to other languages. So what we do at Trustio is actually we pay a lot of attention to low resource, uh, resource languages where there's not, for example, not that much data available online. There's not much research available online. So we try to also um, to make our NLP models work with, with a, a broad range of languages. And you, you also mentioned how, how we were adapted to, uh, to the pandemic. Uh, well, I think probably... Uh, a lot of um, NLP teams had to adapt in some sense because one of the things that uh, was brought in into the language by, by what's happening now in the world is there has actually been a lot of new terminology and new words coming in. And that is really um, changing the way how some words are used and, and changing the way how, how we now would need to basically retrain and the existing NLP models with, with the new data. So one, one good example is a trust you, we match phrases, for example, related to um, drinks and beverages in the hotels and restaurants. And we uh, initially, when all of this started, we saw like a huge surge in the number of, of matches we got for a category related to drinks. And, and then we, we saw that it actually was uh, related to the Corona beer. Uh, and so we had to uh, right away adopt our language model, uh, retrain it so that it understands the context of the word Corona, that it has now basically changed. It, it has shifted. It's not, doesn't mean beer anymore. It also means uh, the, the virus itself. Uh, so that's, that's like one example. Yeah, uh, it's a good, it's a, it's a good example, Ivan. And it's funny when we were talking last, last, last week off air in preparation for this podcast, we were talking about Corona beer. And I, I looked up to see what was the impact of the pandemic on sales. 
And because it's part of Anheuser-Busch, the brand is worth around 1.3 billion, mm-hmm. but it's lost around 100 million. And it used to be a brand worth about 1.4 billion. But sales have taken a dip, but not necessarily a, a big dip mm-hmm. where you would have potentially thought mm-hmm. it would have a significant um, impact on it. But maybe in some ways it's become uh, even more uh, mm-hmm. recognized as, as, a, as a brand. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your approach to, to NLP pipelines. There is this in, in sort of ML, this subfield now called ML ops and data ops, where you try to um, define what are the all the steps that you need to take to build a, build a machine learning model. Uh, and NLP, um, the field of NLP also, I think, has a lot to learn from those approaches. And there are many things that we can take over from there. So how the NLP models usually work. So first, um, you start, of course, with collecting data. So that's very similar to, to what you have in machine learning. Although here, the difference is the um, techniques of gathering the data um, and techniques of augmenting and, and sort of uh, changing that data or creating synthetic data is, is very different to what you have in other ML fields. So you start with data, of course, and then you move on to building your sort of um, architecture, right? So you start with coming up, what would be the best um, I don't know, um, language model type to apply to the problem? Um, and then you, you build upon that and see what needs to be adapted to a specific task you're working on. And then comes in this part where you do evaluation, first of all, of um, sort of quality itself. And uh, recently, we've seen um, a lot of attention being paid to also evaluating um, not just the quality of results themselves, but also the quality of the model, right? Is it, um, let's say, for example, is it biased in any way? Does it output some very strange um, things that it shouldn't, um, right? We, we, we all know the examples from, from some chatbots um, like Pay from Microsoft or, or Luda, uh, where the outcome of, of those chatbots was, was very bad. They, they turned like very racist um, eventually. So it's something that I think the NLP, the field of NLP has learned from that almost everyone now is trying to avoid this, trying to make sure these checks are built in there. And there are also a lot of tools being available now to facilitate that. There's um, last year, we had um, a tool called Checklist that has been released. There's, there's another one called text attack and, and similar tools. There's a lot of tooling coming in to support that. And then after that, when, when you test the model, you, you obviously need to um, deploy it. And after that comes the part where you have to observe how the model behaves. So you have to have some sort of um, data observability and model observability built in where you check, uh, has the quality of the model decreased over time? Um, has the data changed? Do you need to retrain it, redeploy it, and, and so on? So check if there was data drift and, and things like that. So and it's a it's a basically it's a life cycle. After you already give it to your clients, it may eventually become outdated. So it's a, you have to go back, you have to collect more data, you have to retrain it, uh, and then deploy again. And it's it's a life cycle basically. 
Ivan, your insights are very, very helpful. And for, for companies now who want to actually start to take advantage of the evolution of NLP, you're a really, really good ambassador for that. And you there's so much articles that you've put across in your GitHub and other websites that you've made accessible. It, it's really helpful, but it's also kind of reflective of the industry in a whole, how people just want to help in this area and add better customer service and try to solve different types of problems. And I've, I've really taken an awful lot from your approach to how you solve NLP problems, how advice on NLP pipelines. And it's really interesting to see how Trust You have adapted their approach as well. And you know, this is a significant example of, of true value that's happening in this marketplace. I would just like to add the NLP community itself is, is very open. Um, there's, I think everyone is, is ready to help. There are many uh, open source um, frameworks. There are many like open source collections of, of different NLP topics. I'm the maintainer of something called NLP Pandex. So it's a it's a GitHub repository where I basically collect and categorize different topics related to NLP and different frameworks, different blogs and papers. So if you're starting out with NLP or if you want to approach a specific NLP problem, uh, you can go there. You, I hope, will find a specific problem there and then you'll find some resources to start you off, basically. You've been listening to the All This podcast, part of our AI in Action series. Today, I've been speaking to Ivan Balan. Ivan is Data Team Manager at Trust You, and we've been talking a little bit about Trust You, the work that they're doing, some of the problems they're solving, and some of the interesting applications of NLP, how you can actually take advice from NLP Pipeline's journey from Ivan's experience, Pandek, the accessibility to learning more about NLP online, and just how open the NLP community is and some of the interesting applications going forward. Ivan, thank you very much for your time today. Thank you for having me. AI in Action is brought to you by Aldus International, covering your business's staffing, consulting, and networking needs. Aldus offer an exec search program. Aldus can help you discover how data science and AI can transform your company. With our unrivaled network of C-suite executives and senior AI professionals, we offer retained search services across the US and Europe. Get the Aldus advantage. Become a member of the Aldus community and enjoy some of the following. AI meetups. Once a month, our community gathers to listen to some of the leading experts in the world of data science and AI. Our speakers come from all over the world, including Dublin, Boston, and Frankfurt. We also have our AI mentors. Our experts will provide mentoring to all its members. And don't forget our AI in Action podcast. Each week, we have guests from all over the world talking us through their education, career, and more. Become an Aldus member and get the Aldus advantage. For more information and to sign up for our newsletter, log on to www.aldus.com. That's www.aldus.com. Aldus International, empowering through AI.